0: to rise this week because it's a national holiday courts are closed but here we are back for another exciting episode of the devil's do i am your host carl duty with me as always man Whose uh, bootleg video game system sales operations just got shut down by the Tiger handheld company because he was ripping them off, uh, Mister Drew Celestino.
1: There is a market for uh, knockoff Tiger Electronics <laughs> handheld games. It's,
0: it's it's a it's a black market LC, That's the LCD only color on the screen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> was the, were any of those ever good?
0: It's it's not that they were good, it's that they were what we had.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, we live in a in a golden age.
0: Let me it tell you what it the was. 80s portable, kids. Yeah. And there was no Game Boy at the time. No. So it's what we had. Yeah, but they like no one ever like enjoyed one. I mean, probably not. Like, I had I had friends in elementary school who had like huge bags of those things. Well, <sighs> yeah. So why? <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> I know it's what we had, but it's, didn't it's, we know better? No, we didn't, because it's
0: yeah. all we had. <laughs> wow. Alright. Well, there it is. All right, folks. Uh here we are back again. Um it is New Year's Day. Tis. New Year's Day evening as we are recording this. Uh Drew and I are both just kind of kicking back and i have a feeling that we're both equally relieved that we've come to the end of the holiday madness Um, more or less not that we didn't enjoy it but there's a certain sense of "Ah, okay uh,
1: (laughs) all that's done yeah i i'm not anticipating going back to work tomorrow Uh, i don't want to do that i mean but you know it's got to be done. I'd, I'd much rather be home.
0: <laughs> Take it from someone who's been home for a long time. Oh, I know. It, it's you, you, it, it starts to wear.
1: Yeah, you get a little stir crazy. I understand. Um, but yeah, the holiday madness is. It, I'm, as you can see when you came in, we took down the tree today. Yes. All the decorations and whatnot. Yes. So, yeah, I'm I'm ready to move on and get 2019 going.
0: Well, that being said, um. Like I said, court's not in session. It's holiday, so we're kind of just kicking back in the chambers today. Sir, How it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Um, we didn't think the wives would too, look too kindly on us if we tried to rev- uh, record on Christmas Day. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, very busy Christmas Day. So, sir, Day. how have your two weeks been? It's been
1: good. Uh, obviously, we had Christmas, which was very uh, busy uh, for a variety of reasons, mostly uh, because... It involves going to different families' houses and things like that. We hosted Christmas Eve, uh, which was nice. Uh, I made uh, ravioli and uh, meatballs and sauce and the whole nine. Um, Jen's aunt brought lasagna over on top of that. Good sprawl, good food. And uh, my dad and my sister came over, which was cool, too. Um, Nice of them to join us. And uh, really, Christmas, uh, you know... I'm at an age where I really don't ask for a lot at all because yeah. anything that I want at this point in my life is like nothing I would ever reasonably expect anyone to buy me because it's usually a very expensive t- I don't need anything. I have everything yeah. that I that I need. So, I didn't I didn't ask for much and that's fine. I didn't get much and that's totally fine too because I just, you know, I'm, I'm content. So it was really about the boy and passing the boy around. Yep. That, that's, that was Christmas. Let's pass the dude around. (laughs) And he was very popular. So that was cool. Obviously at four months, almost four months, he has no idea, you know, what's going on. But, uh,
0: Everyone enjoyed him, and he, you know, was very good. So you've got you've got a couple precious years where you can get away with Christmas and be like, "Here's a present! Oh, it's a pack of diapers! Yay!" No, and we got just some little like, things. No, no, I know, You're planning still,
1: ahead kind of stuff. You know, yeah. Uh, but uh, meet myself. Um, like I said, nothing. Nothing. Major to report with you know gifts or anything because again I didn't ask for much. The well, there one thing that you and I
0: both got over the course of yes. the past two weeks that we are going to talk about in the news. We're going to do a review of that.
1: Okay, well, I'll, so, we'll we'll wait then. Yeah, uh, but
0: yeah, but
1: that that that's been fun. That actually probably uh, crippled my ability to get work done on music or anything else down here. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I spent a lot of time doing that instead. Yeah, because you no. Know, the people need protecting, Drew. They sure do. Uh but the the week was mostly spent. Jen went back to work, unfortunately, um right after Christmas. So I was here with the dude um during the day and evening obviously, but during the day watching him solo. Some days are fine. Yeah. Some days I yeah. yeah he, yep. was, he was inconsolable. We're close yeah. to the to the to the the teeth phase, Carl, mm. as you know. So, you know, dude, uh, some days he he just, there's just no, nothing works. He tried the chair, doesn't like the chair. Tried the swing, doesn't like the swing. Tried the play mat, doesn't like the play mat. Try holding him, doesn't want to be held. Try feeding him, doesn't want to eat. Okay.
0: uh, I'm not going to lie to you. The teeth face sucks. Yeah. And it lasts for a couple years.
1: Oh, great. I'm just, that's wonderful. I mean
0: just kind of grab the bar, hold on tight and yay. Get ready for it. Can't wait. Yeah. Um I have
1: actually gotten some work done uh on my on the new uh long cold dark record. Nothing um groundbreaking or anything, but just fleshing out some some drum tracks and uh upgrading a couple pieces of software to better capture sounds that I want to get down here To make the album as as good as it can be when the time is ready to actually start putting final stuff down. So, not exactly everything I wanted to do, but some stuff was done. New Year's, we had some friends over. um, We played Uno. What? I haven't played Uno in a long time. Okay. It was Super Mario Bros. Uno, in fairness, and there are a couple of Mario unique cards, which, you know, do some nifty things but here's what i learned about uno uno can theoretically never end okay like it's possible for that game to go on forever
0: okay it's been like i can't remember the last time i ever even attempted to play uno Uno's a fine game i don't so i don't remember the rules or anything
1: you basically have a discard pile and when you put a card down you have to, the next person has to either match the number or the color. And there's wild cards dispersed as yeah. well. If you can't do either, you, you draw until you can. Okay. And there are also additional cards in the deck that are like plus two to the next guy, plus four to the next guy, so you can screw people over that way. Make them pick up cards and they, skip, and they get skipped over. And when you have one card left, you have to say uno. So you have to declare that you have one card left. If you don't do that, you can get penalized for it. Someone can call you out on it, and then you have to draw cards. Um, and the objective, obviously, is to go out entirely before everyone else. But the thing is, even if you only have one card left, it is possible for someone between you and, and the next, you know, in your next turn, to change the color or change the number. And then you're, and if you don't have either, again, you're, you're stuck drawing cards back again. It could go on forever. Okay, interesting. That's some uh, UNO analytics for you. All right. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So
0: it's no kitten and blenders is what you're saying.
1: No, I I prefer kittens and blenders. But UNO is actually a fun um, game that, you know, you don't really think about because it's old and, you know, we're all on the new hotness nowadays. It's UNO. But it's UNO. It's good. It's quality. Made some chicken parm for dinner and stuff. That was very good. And then today was all about de-Christmasing the house and I did some more work down here um, and that's that's been a, that's, that's really been it man it's been two weeks of kind of decompression I watched about half of Infinity War yesterday too
0: oh it's on Netflix now
1: it is it is
0: and it's you know it's a fine film
1: it's a fine film that's all I can say <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got to say obviously the quality's is there that's so, a, that's I'll watch it for like, I'm like yeah it's a good
0: movie it's cool <laughs> It it almost sounds like you're saying it's a cromulent film. No, no,
1: it's great. I just haven't seen it since the theater, and I was watching it again. Like, yeah, Marvel gets all these little character beats just right. <laughs> like all these little, all these just little dialogue drop ins that that happen here and there. Everyone's just so on point, and and they just it's just well, it's just very very well done. It's hard to believe that we have this stuff now. Yeah um, um so, see like the tiger electronics comparison is like yeah we liked certain movies in the 80s is what we had we
0: didn't know we you know what i'll just i'll slash something from the news section bring it here that now that you mention it we live in a world drew mm. where an aquaman movie is going to make a billion dollars
1: yeah and
0: uh, yeah yeah and it's not even that good I've heard good things.
1: I've heard it's really, 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 really dumb, but entertaining, but also dumb. It still a step up for most DC fare. The, this is true, but can't we do better? Does it have to be stupid?
0: No, DC has shown that they
1: <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> If you liked Aquaman, dear listener, pay hey man, knock yourself out. I'm just, I don't care at all
0: about it i do want to see it at some point if
1: it's on and i have two and a half hours. why is it two and a half hours long
0: does it have to be two and a half hours long? drew justice drew, league was shorter drew with aquaman you get one shot oh you get one shot well i guess they they took their shot and they're going to get another
1: one now let's be honest that movie sold because chicks like jason momoa
0: yeah i mean it's, that's going to account for a lot of the box office yeah how was your weeks? <laughs>
1: Let's not talk about Aquaman. <laughs> I don't care.
0: Um. So my weeks, uh, Christmas in my world exists in three chapters. Mm. Uh, chapter one is Christmas Eve at Julie's parents' house, and that was great. We had a nice taco dinner. Mm. Uh, her brother and sister were over with their significant others and offsprings, my nieces and nephews uh, were there. And it's nice now because... Uh, pre, Like, they're, they're older now. They're either all in, like, freshman year of college or oh, wow. senior year of high school. So they're older. They're more, you know, they're not as hyperactive, amped up on sugar as they were when we started dating. Yeah. And so Christmas Eve is not the organized chaos that it used to be. So you don't leave... You don't leave the house going, man, I need to take a nap, (laughs) just from being around other people. Uh, So it was nice. Um, You know, presents were exchanged whatnot. Uh, Julie's parents got me uh, gift cards to Iron Buffalo and gift cards to uh, Premier Gourmet. Well, we know those will get used. Yes. Yes, they will. Um, And then Christmas morning uh, was just Julie and me. And you know, just kind of uh, well, and and well, well, and yeah. William. So you know, he had some some stuff to open, and oh, Drew, man, I'm learning new new parent gripes, new discovering new frustrations and aggravations. Is this the you buying the toys, but he wants to play with the box debate? It's toy related, but okay. not no. He's he's not a box player yet. Okay, so. William loves cars, so he got a lot of car like the Disney Pixar film cars. Mm. So he got a lot of car stuff for Christmas. He got this uh, really awesome racetrack for cars that's like a scene from the third movie. And my friend Jim sent me a link of this track, and immediately I sent it to Julie before and told her to order it before reading the rests of Jim's text messages saying that he had gotten it for William for Christmas oh so we got ours in I was like, okay, we'll just take ours to your mother's and she'll they'll give that to him, and he'll have that there and then uh Jim and his wife Carrie, and their kids usually come over on Christmas morning and we do a kitty present exchange, whatnot. And he'll have the one from Jim and Carrie at our place. So we, we Christmas Eve, we open this thing up. Julie puts it together. Cause I was putting together something else and we get it going and it works great. It's got this little end motor that propels the cars mm-hmm. like two rubber wheels spinning really fast and just shoots the cars through the track. Mm-hmm. And the thing works fantastic. It's got two speed settings. It's got, Really freaking fast, and the next speed up is if this car jumps a track, I might like, kill someone. It's going ludicrous so speed. fast, ludicrous speed. It definitely went the plaid, um, so it's working great. And then we get the one that Jim and Carrie got him. Exact same toy, exact same toy. Okay, and the engine doesn't work as good. Wow, it's got you know, eh. And a little bit more motivated eh, for the speeds. <laughs> okay, um, it barely it has two configurations. It can do figure eight or it can just go in traditional oval. It can get the cars around the oval without much of a problem. Yeah, the figure eight it can't get the cars all the way around the oval. Now here's the annoying thing. Here's where the toy companies are really kicking me off, Drew. So you get. Like the classic days when you would buy a vehicle, you get you know the pilot or the figure of the vehicle. When you buy one of these tracks, they give you a car to use with the track. Typically, it's Lightning Queen, the main character of the show. The lightning that they give you with the car's tracks is lightweight plastic. No problem going around these tracks. All the other cars that you buy individually, Drew, they're die-cast metal, mm. which is great quality, can really take a beating, but a lot heavier. For so these not motors. Make it run, that's so right. They don't work as well as the other cars do. Yeah. And oh, it's so frustrating to me. William doesn't care. Loving it. Having a blast. I am just shaking my fist. I mean, but it's not for you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. I'm just shaking my fist at Big Toy. Big Toy. Come on. dang you. So, yeah. And then. Oh, yeah, and then Christmas night, we go to my mother's place, and it's nice and laid back. She makes a huge dinner, um, and she got him a big Cars track, a different Cars track, and that one doesn't get him all the way around the track either. Mm. (sighs) Hmm. It's aggravating. Aggravating. So, so like, like
1: there's one of them that was, like, apparently defective, and... Maybe it's broken, and it's dangerously fast.
0: You know, possibly. Yeah, because, like, Julie went on, I think, Walmart or something, where the thing came from and read the reviews after we got it, and a lot of the reviews say engine's not strong enough, cars don't go all the way around, it sucks. Can you mod this thing, perhaps? I'm going to talk to my friend Jim, because if it's got something to do with cars, real or toy, Lord knows he could probably modify it. Um. So we might hep it up on some booty juice and see what happens. <laughs> wow. All right. Um. So yeah, that's yeah, that's aggravating. So that was Christmas. A lot of fun. Um. I got this this nice hat. That I see I'm that wearing. this this imperial, imperial hat. Mm-hmm. Um. And I got uh Mega Man Eleven for the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> if you. T- if that
1: if that car engine thing drove you nuts, I can only imagine what Mega Man 11 makes you feel.
0: Oh, Drew. It's... <sighs> the game is good. Yeah. The game I'm- is really good. And it's fun. But it's hard. It's Mega Man. It's hard. Yeah, I couldn't finish the demo, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. Full disclosure, I had to knock down the difficulty like i played when i popped the game in i was playing through i tried out each of the robot stages and i couldn't get past. there was like one stage i could get past the mid boss on because each stage has a mid boss is one of them the big orange guy with one eye no apparently he's in dr wiley's cast
1: okay well that's i guess that's where he he belongs
0: yeah um so after a while, I'm like, you know what? This game is good, but it's really making me frustrated. And I'm not having fun. And I'm just kind of to the point where I'm just going to knock it down so I can start to enjoy the game again. And it's nice because it doesn't make the game easier per se. It just gives you more frequent checkpoints. Oh, well, that's good. And you reduce the difficulty, which makes all the difference in the world. Sure. So now I'm down to uh, one more robot to finish before I get to Dr. Wiley. But that robot is straight from the sixth circle of hell wow. Bounce Man.
1: Bounce Man. Bounce Man. Does he ask you for your ID?
0: No, if you're on the list. No, all his stage is like <laughs> is made out of stuff that you have to bounce off of. Oh, and Drew, you never terrible. really notice how much of an input lag there is when you're playing the the switch in wireless mode. until yeah. you have to precisely jump multiple times in a row. Yeah, fun. No, fun. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So that was Christmas. Uh, that Friday night, we had a game night. We had game night here. Yes, yes, we did. We play. I got a new couple new games for Christmas. Uh, first game I got that uh, Alan had given me was a game called The Builders. Yeah, Builders was good.
1: Yeah, um, I like. Actually, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot.
0: It's pretty straightforward. Worker placement, resource management, um, just making buildings. It comes in old tin. It's really great. A Lot of fun. Um. And I, before I go on, I also want to mention that you and Alan chipped in together to give me an amazing gift. Ah, yes, 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 yes um, that I eagerly anticipate its arrival. Uh, you got me the deluxe collector's edition of Windjammers for the Switch. That's yes, sir. Which comes with the physical game, mm-hmm. the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and a wind official Windjammers frisbee in either neon blue and neon pink and is it weird that I'm kind of hoping for the neon pink? No. It's totally fine. Because, you know, it's 90s. So yeah, you go as 90s as you can. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So that was very much appreciated. No problem. And I eagerly anticipate its arrival, which apparently is March?
1: I, I guess so.
0: Yeah. Okay. Even though the physical game is
1: out. All these collector's editions take time, to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait, is the physical game out? Yes. I believe so. I don't think so. Um, As you're researching. Uh, The other game we played was Reef.
1: Yeah, Reef was cool.
0: Reef is kind of the new hotness in the board gaming world.
1: Yes, Windjammers is digital only. This limited run is the only physical pressing of it, and it's a pre-order right now.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. What website are you on? Limited run games. Or check GameStop. I, I... I'm
1: just saying if limited run has it, it's a limited run and therefore it doesn't exist on GameStop. That's I'm, what limited runs for.
0: I'm just saying. Okay. So reef is a lot of fun. We played that. Uh, Saturday was an X-Wing tournament at Iron Buffalo. The first X-Wing tournament at Iron Buffalo. Windjammers, jammers switch search zero results. Okay.
1: All right. That's fine. Trust me. I'm, I know limited run games. I buy them a
0: lot. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Saturday was the first uh, Iron Buffalo's first X-Wing tournament. And, Drew? Yeah, how we do? I am happy to say I won my first X-Wing tournament. Hey. Yep. Yeah. By the. Did you strut? By the no, I did not strut. I would have strutted. Because it was not, like, by any means, a a walk-off home run victory. It was by the narrowest of margins possible. I won my first two games, and the third game I played to a draw. And my opponent and I decided we would just have it be a draw and leave it at that. But uh, the officiant, uh, after... You know, Running the math running number said we couldn't actually do that because then the person in third place would actually end up winning the tournament mm. because of what's called margin of victory. It's dependent on how many points you destroy from your opponents throughout the tournament. Okay, So we had to do what's called a final salvo, which is you take the ships that you have left on the board. We each had two ships left on the board. And you just roll off all the attack dice that you're able to. So you take the the primary weapon value of the ship you have on the board. So I had a TIE Defender on the board, which had a three red die primary value, and a TIE Bomber on the board, which has a two die primary value. And my opponent had two X-Wings left on the board, each with three die primary value. So you roll the maximum die you can, and whoever rolls the most hits is the winner. He rolled six dice, six die, and got one hit. I rolled five die and got two hits. So by the slimmest yes. margin possible, I won. Well, you won. Yeah, I won. It felt good. Um, felt you know like a monkey off the back. So yeah, good times there. Um, trying to think, what else? Last night for New Year's Eve, did you guys do anything? You did Did you mention? Yeah, play Uno and hit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> been It's been a while. for For once, my hours your weeks is taking longer than than yours. Go on, um. You. We went to Julie's brother's and his wife' house, and we had a raclette dinner. Are you familiar with what a raclette is? No. A raclette, the best way to describe it is a multifunction, multi-purpose griddle. Uh, this is something that's very common in Germany. Okay. And you put it at the table and you just kind of like cook your meats and everything like right there at the front of the table. All right. And it was delicious. It was a good time. Then, you know, play some games and whatnot. Cool. Um, so, yeah, and then today, the, the time-honored tradition uh, by my friend Brian always hosts a party at his place for the Winter Classic. So we went over there, watched the game, and uh, headed home. and I watched Daredevil and
1: I, I don't even know. Oh, here. hang on. Let me
0: guess. If I had to guess,
1: because I haven't been keeping up with, with the Winter Classic in a while. Hmm. Was it Chicago again? It was Chicago. Was it, oh, I don't know, Boston
0: again? It was Boston. Do
1: they have any other teams they can put in these things like, oh, I don't know, Buffalo? Buffalo's been in two. Oh, boy, two. Chicago's been in 17, and the thing's only been around for 11 years. Don't ask me to check that math. It checks out.
0: Chicago is a much more storied franchise than Buffalo is.
1: Um,
0: oh, they geez. actually they announced <laughs> in one of the intermissions that next year's uh, Dallas will host. Mm. Jerry World or whatever? No. Um, oh. Uh, Where the hell are they going to do it? Cotton Bowl Stadium. Oh. Well, it's an outdoor game, so you can't do it in the Cowboy Stadium. That's true. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Dallas, uh, Texas. You said you just you just said you want different teams in it. Should be in a cold location. Go to Winnipeg. They're doing they're doing the the Tim Hortons Classic and see that's but that's that's a bone they throw Canada. Put the game (laughs) on TV. So we had a good time there. Nice, nice, fun, had by all. So that was our very lengthy weeks, as was like to be because of the holidays and two weeks dear listeners we'd love to hear from you uh please tell us about your weeks if you'd like to do so you can do so at the following locations you can find us on twitter or follow us at devils do pod you can go to facebook and like our page at facebook.com slash devils do pod you can email us at the devils do pod at gmail.com or you can find all these resources available to you on our website the devils do Now, drew, we don't have any emails this week. Everybody was busy with the holidays, but we got a couple announcements to make. Okay. First off, we want to send our heartfelt congratulations and well wishes to friends of the show. Kate and Nate Lockhart, as they announced last week, they are expecting their second child. Number two, number two. So congratulations. them. we wish them all the best. Uh, you want to hear something really cool, though? I mean, it won't surprise you because it's Nate, but mm-hmm. it's still really cool. So, their first child, Teddy, his birthday party is this Saturday. Okay. First off, he's having a Pulp 716. Okay. So, awesome. And then I asked Kenny, like, you know, what does he want for Christmas? You know what he wants? Or for his birthday. You know what he wants for his birthday, Drew? Ducktail toys. Wow. Ducktail's his back. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. So, congratulations to them. Um, second announcement, folks. If you missed it the first time around, it's happening again. We are doing a live show. Mm. Our live show is going to be Tuesday, February 5th at Iron Buffalo Comics, Coffee, and Games on Millersport Highway in Buffalo, New York. So we're going to have more information as far as start times and more details that is to come. Uh, But mark your calendars because we're going to be there live and doing our show. We hope you can all make it. And you should. It's a nice place. Yeah. Go there despite our show. It's <laughs> <laughs> go there and cheer us, but just go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a really awesome new location, Buffalo. Uh, we were there for a recording with the owner, Will, and then we actually all met up. They did. They had Santa Claus there. and We met up and hung out there for a while and good times were had by all. So, that being said, Drew, on to news of the week. And as we were discussing, a lot of news this week is kind of hearsay-ish. Okay. But we do have some solid things out there. All right. Uh, First off, we got a poster and a release date for Stranger Things Season 3. And it's in July. Yes. And the poster reinforces that. Fourth of July. Yeah, it's going to be guest set in the summer. poster is very interesting. Okay. Because the poster gives you some, some interesting visual hints as to what might be going on.
1: You know, I didn't really investigate it too much. I'm, I, I like to be kind of, I don't know, with 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 Stranger Things, I like to know as little as possible, so I didn't look at it too deeply, but go on.
0: Tell me. Well, tell you know how kind of like you, you got people dissecting the whole Abbey Road album cover sure, for the whole John Lennon or Paul McCartney was dead thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this one, in this poster... Everybody is watching the fireworks that are going on in the background, with the exception of Eleven mm-hmm. and John. Was John the name of the kid that was in the Upside Down in the first season? It was will. Will. Yeah. Those Eleven and Will are looking at you in the mm. poster. Okay. So yeah, I just I found that interesting. I'm sure it will obviously mean something. Okay. Uh, Drew, we are in January. We are, and. Uh, we are getting the second season of The Punisher, hmm. and just yesterday and today we got some interesting little teaserettes. Uh, we got a teaser of Frank burning his pardon and leaving it on a bar, and the ash forms the skull. Punisher skull, of course it does. Of course I, it does. I haven't
1: watched this yet, uh, yeah. so
0: wait. He got a pardon? Oh yeah! At the end of the yeah. yeah.
1: We're gonna give you pardon. Go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. right. D- yeah. does work okay. that way. No, no, it does not work that way. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, um, get get back to the punishing, Frank.
0: And then we have a rumored, not Netflix-confirmed release date of January 18th, I believe. Is it a Friday? I think so. That is a Friday. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So January 18th well, is the rumored release date, which is less than three weeks away. Well, there's so content. clearly, <laughs> oh, well yeah we're folks spoilers we're probably not going to review the next season of the punisher no okay uh, well at least not in our traditional format Fair probably enough. as a whole yeah that's a bigger discussion to yeah. be had. but okay um so yeah not not a real big push from netflix on this show and i'm sure that's not to not surprising considering you'll know, as soon as it comes out, it'll probably get the ax <laughs> afterwards <laughs> it's like on Friday. It premieres on Saturday. And like, eh, it's gone. Yeah. Which is weird because like, you know, everybody knows you're canceling the show. Netflix.
1: Yeah. Holding
0: off the announcement in the hopes that people will go and watch so that they can find out what happens next. We all know you're canceling it. Yeah. And we know a, you're going to do the same thing with Jessica Jones. It's a strange, uh,
1: lame duck scenario that they're kind of in it's a little weird but you know that's the boat they're in man
0: yeah yeah unfortunate um so drew Mm -hmm. we joked about this in a previous episode but it's getting driven home more and more uh the playstation classic Uh, has been uh, a uh, uh, monumental bomb l-o-l it's it's been out for less than a month And not only can you walk into, excuse me, anywhere and find an ample supply, but it has received a more than 50% price cut. I think it's stabilized now that you can get it for like 60 bucks. But at one point, I think you could get it for like right before Christmas, you could get one for 40 bucks. (laughs) Wow! Okay. It has not been out for 30 days, and it came out at $100. There's a lesson in here somewhere,
1: and that lesson is, if you're going to do this, don't cheap out. Yeah. Do it right. Put a little love yeah. into it, and it goes a long way with your fans who want to buy your products and like them. Yeah. So. Let's take the game library for what it is. It wasn't going to please
0: everybody. We knew that. Yeah. That's it. You can say that with, with any sure. classic edition. You're, if you have a system that warrants a classic addiction, edition, mm. games are going to get left out that people are going to want it. In
1: there. Yeah. Now, I will say they could have tried a little harder to get some heavy hitters on there. Yes. Yes. Um, but the other big issue, you cannot... There is no... Excuse for a first-party product to have poor emulation and to run PAL versions of games in NTSC regions that play 10 to 15, 13% slower than they're supposed to because you put the wrong version on on the, the system.
0: Now, for everybody <laughs> who isn't Nate who's listening to this, PAL is please Europe. explain what you just said. Okay, in Europe, their TVs refresh
1: basically the speed of their television set. How it how it projects imagery? Yes, is slower. It it's it runs at fifty hertz, whereas in Japan and North America um, and most of the world, RTBs run at sixty hertz. Now, what that means in Europe was when they made games back in the day, they made versions that were beast. I mean, they they were slower so that they could refresh properly and run properly on the PAL televisions. It's a very strange thing. I don't think it's the case anymore. I think everyone kind of got to a standard. But yeah. back in the day, this was an issue. And they put those slower versions onto the global classic console. So that means if I'm playing a fighting game, like, I don't know, Tekken Tag Tournament, which is on, or Tekken 3, whichever one is on mm-hmm. the classic, I'm playing it 13% slower than it's supposed to play. Yeah. Which that, is and like nine or ten of the games are the are for that's the case games for them.
0: especially yeah that's lame that's just yeah la- and that's lazy it is it really is like as soon as I saw the price tag for this thing I was like mm, you guys are gonna screw this up <laughs> like would this be as big a deal granted it's bad mm. but would this be as big a deal if it came out at like fifty dollar price tag as. Uh, yeah, I think it would be actually because okay. because the bar Nintendo
1: set a bar. Ultimately, yeah. they put out the the classic brand they they kind of yeah. came up with that that term classic yeah. for branding purposes and these kinds of things. The little mini console, the you know the 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 arcade in a box approach, and they hit it out of the park both times. The games were all you know again library you're, you're going to have games that you miss yeah. and whatnot, but the libraries were very very good. They didn't mm-hmm. they didn't give you stinkers. They gave you good libraries. Yep. And the emulation was was basically flawless. So and they and they put a little TLC on top with a little, you know, quirky or quirky menu music and things like yep. that. Little, you know, little Nintendo flourishes that they're very good at doing. Nintendo is is very good at that. Sony, to their credit, did a cool menu that looks very much inspired by the PS1's memory card screen, and that's fine. That's that's nice. No music. And again, Poor emulation. Your market that wants this thing, gamers. You're not. You're. I'm telling you right now, you can't pull one over on on video yeah. gamers, man. If if there's any kinks in the armor, they will find them and they will believe me. Cry about them incessa- oh, yeah. incessantly. Have you met the internet? I mean, we're gonna talk about it in a minute, so I shouldn't. Uh a fan base whined and cried their way into getting a costume into a game that we're going to talk about. And the developer caved. Poor form. <laughs> Don't give these people what they want. Actually, in this case, do. If you're Sony, do give them what they yeah, want. Yeah, I mean... But anyway, sorry. There,
0: There's an argument to be made of giving your customers what they want. Absolutely. No, yeah. no. If you're going to...
1: Again, we know... We know the bar that needed to be met to, for this thing to be worth the hundred dollars that they wanted for it, and they—they—they they, they failed. They—I'm telling you right now, yeah. outright, they failed. So, hey, you want to go get a PlayStation Classic? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 no, I don't. <laughs> don't even want to go halvesies with you. Oh. I mean, there's a, there's definitely a price point that it, it could hit where I'd be like, all right, I'll buy one just to, just to have it. There's... A, you know what? The collector look, in me can't
0: help it. Looking back, there's one game that I would have gotten it for and I already have that game on my PS3. That was Destruction Derby just because that game was awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah, like... There's there's no game on it that I couldn't get from someplace else in a better version. So yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's like why? Like,
0: th- try to count on on you know try to limit yourself to both hands. How many different versions of Final Fantasy Seven you can get it for any number of different? Oh sure, platforms. sure,
1: sure. It's just weird. Like, the, were they afraid of like? compete with their own product i don't know like uh, i think i said when they announced it we were talking about the game lineup like i knew or i had a strong feeling castlevania symphony of the night was not going to be on it because they just put out that collection for playstation 4 that's a lame reason though in my opinion to not include it on the classic yeah like i don't know That's, that's that's No, like nintendo has a million ways to give you mario but they give you mario yeah you know what i mean yeah no i agree with you so if i want castlevania give it to me
0: (laughs) give me all the castlevania so anyway all the castlevania none of the basement
1: so i guess well this n64 classic is uh you know a a big question mark right now and you know reggie kind of put the the kibosh on it for the time being yeah but i said it before and apparently now it's going to be an absolute fact the playstation one outsold the n64 handily back in the 90s oh yeah the classic will be the exact opposite
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) what a world (laughs) what a time to be alive (laughs) so not all the news pertaining to video games has been bad this week now I do want to. Before we get in this review, I, just, I do want to preface this with something. Typically on the show, we try to be as up to date with stuff as possible. As let me, let me pause for one moment. Is this review part of our news segment? Yeah,
1: kinda. Okay. There well, was I other. There's other news. Okay. Stuff that yeah, happened. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. We'll go so. ahead with the, your other
1: your other news stuff. Um, at midnight last night, or overnight anyway. Whenever it was, whenever it was uploaded, I'm not exactly positive at the time. But after New Year's. Uh, there was a new, there was a new eight minute episode of being the elite, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What do we got? All elite wrestling is a real thing. So this is the new... AEW. It is real. This is the one that Cody... Bucks, Adam Page. Um, they're the ones that are immediately involved. Uh, they are being, um... Backed by Tony Khan, who is the co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, All into Double or Nothing is happening. They haven't said where yet or a date, but that's the name of it. It is Double or Nothing. And apparently they are working to sign talent, and they have uh, multiple TV deals in front of them. And there will be an announcement very soon regarding what exactly how exactly this is all going to work out this is
0: very awesome news this is like getting an uh, interesting a new issue number one of a comic before it was a weekly thing there this introduces a lot of question marks though such as well
1: okay what's the relationship going to be like with other companies um will they have talent sharing where does new japan fit in for example well put it this way Everyone in All Elite very much wants to continue to work with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. New Japan Pro Wrestling may not want to work with them because yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling has partnerships with Ring of Honor that go back a long time. So we don't know how that's going to all shake out. And that's a little dicey. And, yeah. and, you know, talent was already kind of, uh, well i don 't want to say talent's in demand that's a good thing it's a good thing for talent because pay, yes. pay, pay scale is about to go up, but if guys aren't willing to share talent, then you know everyone, everyone's going to kind of be in their little walled gardens, and that you know is kind of a kind of a bummer yeah um, but it but we don't know we don't know how it's all going to land just yet, but this is this is a real thing, and it is happening, so we expect to know more soon.
0: Have they given a perspective launch date
1: no not yet just the first thing they had to do was make it official that it is real nice there were you know trademarks leaked about it a few weeks ago and like they played joked about it on being the elite (laughs) um but now they made the actual official announcement that's aew is happening so wrestle kingdom new japan pro wrestling is friday uh it's gonna i'm i'm very excited but um We'll we'll know more about certain people for sure after not necessarily after Wrestle Kingdom Friday, but after New Year's Dash the following day on Saturday. That's the show after where they do they they launch all their new angles on that show. Yeah. So we'll we'll get a good idea if they're going to stick with Kenny Omega or not, if he's sticking around Japan or not after the weekend. Alrighty. So. We'll see. I don't know if Kenny is going to go... He's in the Elite. Yeah. But he might not sign to All Elite Wrestling. Or if he does, he's going to be a special attraction only, and that's going to probably be a talent sharing agreement with New Japan. Because he is, as of right now, he is still the IWGP heavyweight champion. So he is in New Japan, but his contract ends at the end of January. And whether or not he stays there or leaves is up in the air. He's a Japanese citizen. Uh you know, he he's one of their big. He's is one he of he's dual citizenship. He's Canadian and uh, Japanese. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's 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 tricky. It's it's, it's very interesting. Kenny draws. Oh, well, obviously. So the thing is, if you put him on TV every week, would he draw? You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the case for anybody. Overexposure will kill you. Yeah. So if he stays in NJPW and continues to be, you know a stud there and AEW gets him for big events or whatever, or to shoot angles. And he could be a big mover for them for shows and they put Mm -hmm. him on a show and they, you're going to get tickets out of it. So I don't know. We'll see, but it is exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, It's been building for a long time. I'm a fan of the elite guys. I'm a fan of Kenny Omega, Cody, the bucks and anything that challenges uh, WWE's dominance of the industry. So I hope this works out for all parties involved. So,
0: We'll see. righty. this actually reminds me of another news story that I forgot to jot down. That I wanted to talk about. So, it's it's been coming out lately. Now, obviously, I'm not as involved with the fighting game community as I used to be, mm-hmm. but I still like keep up with websites and things, you know, news and whatnot. So, the new hotness this year has been Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, it's been the most popular fighting game of the year, hands down. Um, it draws big viewership numbers on and big entry registrants in tournaments. Until recently. What happened? Big tournaments are running into a problem with being able to have Dragon Ball Z fighters at their tournament. Why? The reason being is like, so like the local grassroots tournament wants to, have they just got like local sponsorship or whatnot? Want to have Dragon Ball fighters? That's usually not a problem. With these big tournaments, tournaments like uh, DreamHack, Evo, um, you know, really big, that have national sponsorship and get huge viewer numbers. Uh, they have been forced to cancel Dragon Ball from their tournament because of viewership rights. Of the source material. What? Yeah. And apparently, this is something that kind of happened with uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, other than the game being terrible, is that the companies that, like, with the companies that get the rights to, and we've talked about stuff like this with the difference between, like, television rights and movie rights and things like that. Mm. The companies that get the rights to the source material, in this case, Dragon Ball Z, um, they get a window of time that they're able to develop, promote, release, and profit off the game. Okay. And then once that window of time is closed, they need to obviously renegotiate or something like that. But rights, certain rights are enclosed in that deal and doesn't include other rights. Because sponsorship for eSports as a whole and fighting game tournaments has exploded, Now the owners of some of these IPs are looking at this saying, hey, no, we need to you need to throw some cheddar for this or else we're not gonna let you broadcast this. Mm. So fighting game tournaments, which there's like esports and then there's the fighting game community, and esports is getting right now is getting much bigger Mm -hmm. than fighting game community viewership, even though they're both exploding in popularity. So, the owners of Dragon, the owners of these particular rights of Dragon Ball, apparently are having a problem with these big tournaments having Dragon Ball at their tournament and broadcasting it. And apparently, like Disney had some problems with the way Marvel was being presented, because it's like an independent body pr- promoting your product. You have no control over how they what they say about it, what they do about it. So, I mean, the, it's a game. It's, a, the it's on the market. Short, yeah, I know. Listen, you're making sense to me. Okay, this is something. So it's got it's got some people speculating that this, you know, lacking this presence in these major tournaments is really going to hurt the game. Because if you keep running into these problems with having this game of your tournament that everybody wants, people are going to start not wanting it. Yeah. People are still going to play it, yeah. and it's still going to be you know, revered in the community, but it's not going to get the exposure it could be getting. Hmm. So there's that. That's going to be interesting to see how it folds out in the next couple of months because there's talk that it may not be at Evo this year. And for the game that had the biggest entrance participant draw for Evo last year to not be an Evo this year would be huge. I mean,
1: there is also the argument you could say that, like, everyone that bought it already bought it. Like, everyone that was yeah. going to buy it already bought it. So there's no more money to be made from the game sales, really. So, I mean, I guess
0: I get it from that perspective. I don't know. Well, you've it's got... It's out like, there, though. Like, let people play it and enjoy it. Like, dude, I totally 100% agree with you. Um, but now that you've got things like downloadable content, new characters that you can bring into it, and these big tournaments are showcases for a lot of these characters. Hmm. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how this folds out. Like, and this is, this is only primarily been happening with fighting games that are based on existing yeah, intellectual right. properties. Right, right, right. Like this doesn't happen with like mortal Kombat or street fighter or something. Yeah. Companies. It's, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that figures out. Okay. So as I was saying earlier, in, on the show, we, we have strived to be as current as possible with topics, reviews, things like that. Um, we went, when we originally started the show, we were recording on Friday nights, and then we just kind of found that a lot of stuff was happening between Friday and Tuesday that you know was kind of not stale. The next opportunity we would have to record, but would not be as, for lack of a better term, fresh. Um, with My life circumstances predominantly, uh, that being unfortunately losing my job back in late October, uh, certain things have had to kind of fall by the wayside. These things include uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse film, um, even though we joke about it, the Aquaman film. And what we're actually going to review now is you know, the Spider-Man PlayStation game, which has obviously been out for a couple months. And Drew and I were able to each fortunately got a copy of it over the holiday was gifted to both of us. Um, so we're getting into it now. So, you know, I, I feel like, cause I know a couple of people have mentioned to me, Hey, are you going to review this? Hey, you're going to review that right now. Unfortunately, I can't justify spending the money on a movie ticket or a game when i don't have income coming in and everything has to be kind of restructured and i have to take care of my family first so i'm sorry guys that we haven't been super up to date on this stuff um hopefully things are going to turn around in the next couple weeks and we'll be able to get back on track that being said what haven't we talked about that they want us to talk about Spider, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse film. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we both want to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'd like and to. And we've heard from multiple sources that it's the best Spider-Man film of all time. You know, when have we not had fun reviewing a, a DC film? You're going to drag me to Aquaman, aren't you? I mean, in some form or another. Uh, okay. Listen, if we watched Trial of the Incredible Hulk, we can watch Aquaman. But that was on topic. <laughs> <laughs> so. We made a night of it. It was fun. <laughs> um, so I can't remember. What this came out. A few months ago. A few months ago. And as soon as it hit, it was all the rage. Yeah. Alan got a copyright away and was raving about it. And. Um, I just wasn't playing a lot of video games at the time, so I didn't snag up a copyright away, and you just had a baby and well, had yeah. other things going on.
1: Also, I mean, for me, this is going to sound really, you know, whatever, but if it's not a Nintendo game... You don't care. No, it's not that I don't care. It's just, it's hard for me to want to drop 60 bucks on it. I have to be all in. And I mean, like yeah. on the hype train to drop that sixty bucks yeah. on day one. And Spider-Man looked really cool, but I wasn't about to drop sixty on it. Yeah. So the prices has obviously come down, and when the price got down to what it got down to before the holidays, I said, "All right, you know what? Put it on my Christmas list. I would, and you know, I yeah. don't feel bad asking for it at that price. I would, you know, I'd, I'd
0: buy it for that price. Yeah. They're they're very in in our um, elder years. As we're getting, up there oh, I'm painfully aware, sir. Um, there are less and less game titles that I'm like, this is day one purchase. Right, take right. my money. Yep. Um, and under most circumstances, Spider-Man would be that because, like, everything they showed us going into it, the game looked great. Um, well,
1: but let me, let me let me let me concede something, and this is a spoiler for the review. Um, when they announced Spider-Man Two, I will. Buy it at launch. Yeah. yeah so just, spoilers. Yeah. Spider Man's really, really
0: good. Yeah. But it's, it's really good. It's slightly better than I expected, because I had very high expectations. Wow, okay. And um much, much better than you expected. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, to say. I didn't know what to really think of you know,
1: I I heard, you know, Arkham with Spider Man basically. Yeah. And that almost turned me off because I was like, well, yeah, I've played Arkham, but I hit a point with Arkham where I didn't want to play it anymore. I got kind of bored with it and like I got annoyed by some of the combat and like I stopped playing it. So I never finished the Arkham games. So I was like, okay, well, that could be that could be cool, but I hope that's not all it is. Yeah. And no, it's not. It's better. Yeah. It's better than Arkham. It's
0: it's in my opinion. It is Spider-Man's Arkham. It it fits the character, just as well as Arkham fit Batman. Sure, um, I mean it's it's kind of different when you think about it because like Batman had never had that like holy crap genre defining game. Spider Man has had predominantly a good video game history. Not great, pretty good, but good. Sure, good enough. Real some real solid entries. Sure. Well, now he's got he's got the crown yeah, jewel. Yeah, now now this is like, this is uh, it's probably my game of the year. It's super fun, I've had fun, it dude. for it, it, like it, less than a week. So let's go into like what 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 we like about it. Yes,
1: Uh I'm a New York City visitor, frequent, often, very yes. frequent. I'm, I I am stunned at the authenticity of the city. <laughs> Yes um, it's, not, it's not verbatim one to one But it's close It's yeah. close enough to where I fly through the city And I just My eyes pop open like wow It's, it's The neighborhoods are there There's certain locations are where they're supposed to be yep. Certain things are subbed out But they're on point like Fisk Tower wink wink um, yep. You know where that's located Where is that located it's Where the dark tower is located in real life Oh, Trump Tower? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Ghostbusters firehouse is in there, right about where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, it's just super cool. And um, swinging through it and, and the, 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 fluid, the fluidity of of traversing the city is incredible. Yeah, it's, once...
0: It's amazing. Once you get... And it doesn't happen right away. It takes a little bit of practice. Like, you can... And we were, t- we were talking about this the other night when, like, you were playing the game. I was over for game but You were playing... It, you fired it up as we were leaving. I was sitting, watching a swing through. I was like... I said to you, I'm like, dude, we got to work on your swinging. This My is, swing's this, fine. This, there's no poetry to your movement. Because like, I was this, going for speed. Yeah, like, you can... You all... I mean, you can go fast and still look good doing it. Not really. Um, it's, oh, yeah, dude. I'll, I'll show you. I'll learn you. Okay. Um, I'm working on it, I think. But, I yeah, play like, the it's we've definitely moved past the the web shoots off into nothing and attaches to whatever as like with the early now this isn 't new to this version of spider man some of the the earlier p s three spider man games had that aspect to it that you actually had to attach your web to something mm-hmm. um, but it's very like it's not just web swinging there's a lot of different mechanics to travel. That all once you get comfortable with them, all flow together so seamlessly and instinctually.
1: Oh yeah, yeah when yeah. you're
0: going, it's just you literally feel like Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, it does a great job of making you feel like Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just fantastic, and the 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 visual presentation tremendous—is just there's I haven't been able to poke a hole in a single aspect of it. No, it's great. Like it's all from the cinematic scenes to the in gameplay is a seamless transition. I get to the top of
1: the buildings and I look over and I just look at the city and I'm like, and and, and there's no load times. No, jump down and start swinging and yeah. you just you just go. Yep. I, from from a technical perspective, that game is uh, it, to me is kind of a marvel and maybe yeah. I'm and no pun intended and but maybe you know I uh, maybe I'm glowing over nothing there's some kid out there going like every game does that now maybe it does i don't know i never played Assassin's Creed. i couldn't tell you but to me seeing it is really amazing
0: yeah um the the one thing that we always kind of harped on this game for and i still feel justifiably so was the the specific costume designed for the game the white spider costume which i'll be the first to admit in action on screen it can be weird how I'm saying this, but it doesn't look horrible. It's still a terrible costume. I don't like it, but yeah, I mean, it's... But when you see it, like, in gameplay, it's not as bad as just, like, seeing a still shot of it. Yeah. It's still bad, and I unlocked the classic costume the I wear second I could. <laughs> 90% of the time, I'm wearing and the classic costume. I wear that, like... I'd say 98% of the time. I go between
1: that, the MCU costume, and uh, I just got the um, Black Cat side mission costume.
0: I got that, too. The, and I'm rocking that, because it's, it's, it's black. It's, it's, it's not still black and white, it's still it's black. cool design. It is. It yeah. is. I just unlocked the uh, wrestling costume. Yes, that's kind of cool. Which is a which is very cool design.
1: I want to unlock the black and green one. That just popped up in my uh, inventory. Okay. Um, I think it's called the uh, uh, big time yeah, suit. Mm-hmm. I like the look of that. It looks really cool. Um, but I like the abilities that you get for all these. Yeah, some are more useful than others.
0: And I like the once you unlock the ability, the ability is that, not locked to the specific suit.
1: Right. You can put any ability yeah. in any suit. That's so far. Awesome.
0: I've been rocking the Spider Bro. I tried the Spider Bros. Cool. I just love. Um, you said
1: it before, and I think you're right. The 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 360. The, the the ability with the classic costume.
0: Yeah. The We're, web blossom. Y- yes.
1: Dude, that's all you need. <laughs> I, <laughs> jump, <laughs> I jump into a circle of bad guys and I hit that right away. Yep. 90% of them are already taken out. Yeah. Like it does the yeah. work for you. <laughs>
0: it's great. I was doing that a lot and I was just like, eh, you know. Yeah, we'll and it hold, fills your meter we'll, real quick. We'll too. Hold off on that until we absolutely need it. No, no, I spam that the, stuff now. Because the combat, like the combat is so fluid. And when you really get a good feel for, just like with the swinging, once you get a good feel for how to fight properly, yeah. And this was a lot in the Batman Arkham series as well. Like you could fight and be good, but once you really learn to incorporate your gadgets, I'm still working into on that. your fighting style. See, I'm still working on the gadget incorporation. Yeah.
1: Right now, I'm mostly just. I'm really good at dodging and and. Knocking guys in the air And beating the crap out of them Yeah
0: Now with my With the skills As you level up You unlock Upgrades to your skills Yeah I'm unlocking And upgrading Majority like Combat stuff I, I'm I'm kind of spread out But Combat stuff I've unlocked Has
1: really helped Because uh, Knocking guys up And being able to web them In the air And throw them around Yeah that's all super helpful.
0: Because as far as the main story game, I'm not very far into it. I don't feel like I am, but my progress is like 45%. Yeah, I'm so like, am I. Really already? Because I'm doing, like, typically on a game like this, I will plow through the main story and then do all the side stuff. I'm doing all the side stuff first. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm doing this one. Like I did all the, the Fisk uh, construction sites. Yep. I bang those out right away. The Backpack things just bang those out right away yep. now i'm doing these stupid research ones the research they're, towers they're kind of tedious and yeah. not as much fun the black cat missions were kind of fun yeah um but yeah it's all just it's all fantastic and the it's it's truly the the marvel world that you're existing in because you can go and find you know, Avengers Tower is there. The yeah. Sanctum Sanctorum is there. Yeah, you can find Alias Investigations. You can find the law offices of Nelson and Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really all there. It's not perfect though. No, I do no, have I say that I do have some very, very minor gripes with the game. Okay. There, there are two that come to mind. One of them is story wise. One of them is gameplay wise. All right. Story wise, I don't like what they've done with MJ, <laughs> and
1: we talked about this earlier. It, it seems to be like the go to move. If there's a, a female uh, protagonist in a Marvel property, they just make her a reporter. They, yeah. did, they did it with Karen and Daredevil in the show. and Now they're doing it with, yeah. with with Mary Jane.
0: And you know what? It kind of it worked with Karen. It did. I mean, it was it was a like it's a stretch? It's a bit of a stretch, but it was still logical progression based on the story they were telling for karen In this it just starts up and mary jane is a reporter for daily bugle yeah and i'm just like N- no she's an actress no. she's an actress and a model yeah like
1: that's why did they want to get away from that or something i don't know maybe
0: i don't know maybe they need a reason to get her into the story maybe yeah i could see that because like you know, everything else they're doing is from the comics. Uh, more That's what I love about it. Is it's more recent story arcs that they're the demons and Mr. Negative and all that stuff. He hasn't shown up yet in my story, but Same. He, I know he's coming. Um, that's all from recent comic history. Well, the way the game, when the game takes place, Spider-Man has been
1: active for about yeah, eight years. Yeah, this eight is years? not
0: high school right. Spider-Man.
1: Right, right. So you get all this um, kind of history. It, you're, you're in the hist- Like, Spider-Man has been around. Yeah. He, he has experience with all these guys, these villains. So it's cool. Like, you're, you're dropped into the action, yeah. so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the the gameplay thing I, I'm kind of wonky on is the wall crawling. For as for fluid and instinctive the web-slinging is, I find the wall crawling a lot of times to be the exact opposite. It's a little clunky. It seems that the only effective way to wall crawl is to run. And whereas, you know, get to where you need to go quickly, great, doesn't look right. Well,
1: the only thing I don't like about the wall crawling is you can't just do it easily. Yeah. You kind of have to run, then stop running to cling to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I want to walk up to a wall and either just push a button or automatically the game just knows, climb the wall. Yeah. And it doesn't quite do that.
0: Yeah, most but, recent Spider-Man games, it's been that. Just walk up to a wall yeah. and then you automatically climb the wall. But if I'm being honest... It, that's an, yeah these are very extremely minor i don't really minor care. gripes ultimately this game is worth every cent i would have been equally satisfied had i paid the full 60 bucks for it or had i gotten it as a present the way i did um the the experience is as far as a superhero gaming goes has been the best experience i had since the uh original arkham asylum
1: um i i like I said, I kind of gave up on that game, and um, I enjoy this more. <laughs> I'm having more fun with this than I did with Arkham.
0: Well, you're you're also more into the character than...
1: I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, I would probably tell you that I know more about Batman and kind of... I don't want to say care more, but I, I'm more well-versed in Batman than I am in Spider-Man. Like, I enjoy Spider-Man, but I've never been, like, a monthly Spider-Man reader in, like, all the... You're, you're way more into it than I am, which was another reason why I wasn't day one purchased the game, because I was like, you know, I don't love Spider-Man enough to justify that. Yeah. But now that I have it, it like, it's, it's great. Yeah. And it's really- I enjoy it more than Arkham. I think it's, it's so much fun. It's fluid. Uh, it just feels good to play. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like, it, it's funny. We talked, we joked about it, and they joked about it in Homecoming. Uh, it's amazing what a perfect character Spider Man is for New York City. And yep. you take him out of his element, and suddenly he's completely ineffective. <laughs> but in his element, like, he's, he, it rules. He can only exist in a city like that. And the fact yeah. that he's so intertwined with it is awesome. Like, yeah. he runs through the streets and people know him and they, you know, oh, Spider like, Man, hey, hey cool.
0: But at the same time, it, it carries over that classic Spider Man theme of, yeah, a lot of people are like, hey, Spidey, good to see you. What up? A lot of people are also like throwing the hatred at Spidey. Some. And then we got, you know, not quite J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I as know. As J. Jonah Jameson. It's great. Don't get me and, wrong. Oh, you know, yeah,
1: it's fantastic. But I wish it were J.K. Simmons. Yeah. For reals.
0: Yeah. The Stanley cameo was nice too.
1: Early on? Yeah. 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 I hope he's, I hope there's another one, but it was nice to see him just that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the J.K.
0: Simmons thing. <laughs> uh, why couldn't they get J.K. Simmons? Uh, that's a lot of money for It's a lot of content.
1: I hey, know. hey, Valve ponied up and put J.K. Simmons in a game. <laughs> Sony can do it too. Come on. Yeah. I know,
0: Cave Johnson for life, son. At, and sometimes it's <laughs> it's not going to be. At one point, we're going to have to accept the fact that it's not going to be J.K. Simmons anymore. I know,
1: Danny McBride. That's all. I'm I do like that idea a lot. I really hope <laughs> Kevin Feige heard that on our show and said, "Yeah, it's a good
0: idea." Danny McBride is <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson.
1: So yeah, kids, Spider Man's great for PlayStation. I recommend yeah, it highly. I'm trying
0: to think if there's anything else about it because it's just so much stuff. It's one it's weird. Like I've been bouncing back and forth between that and Mega Man 11, and like it's 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 a great in that sandbox in that there's you, you can just plug into it and go around and do some side stuff and have an as equally fulfilling game experiences as if you were playing the main story mode.
1: So yeah,
0: fun times. All right. That being said, that being done, as we're sitting here in the chambers, it is time to rustle the papers
1: well done. i don't want to offend you by by rustling something that's not actually
0: i've given up on you
1: so uh as we're getting back into the world of daredevil yes uh, i feel it uh apropos to tell you i caught up on a lot of comics over my break as well
0: Yes, uh, please remind me before I leave to borrow those comics from them.
1: Okay, uh, they're not bagged and boarded, so please be careful. I'm out you of bags and will. boards. Um, yeah.
0: D- did you finish Daredevil? No. I The last issue of Daredevil I got before the unfortunateness was the first part of the death of Daredevil. First okay, issue. well, I can't spoil it for you, but... Well, I'll borrow yours, take it home, read it, and we can discuss next week. All right. All right. Have you been reading Marvel Knights?
1: Uh, I have them. I've not read them yet. They're, okay. in, they're in the pile. All right. Um, so I will get into that.
0: But uh, <sighs> this... Sec- has the next issue of the Grant Morrison Green Lantern come out yet? Yes. Issue two is out. How is it? Cool.
1: All right. going <laughs> to bro- borrow those from me too. It's very cop. <laughs> it's very cop. Grant Morrison was... was very serious when he said it's going to be a cop procedural with green lantern. Yeah. There is good cop bad cop portions for these there's interrogations, there's it, it's 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 pretty it's pretty nutty.
0: Please tell me the squirrel green lantern is the bad cop.
1: Um one of the bird green lanterns is Tomare. Not Tomare, but another one.
0: Oh no, Tomare is dead. So it would be So it would be someone else. Tomare's dead. Tomare 2 is a villain. Uh okay. It's it's yeah. one it's one of them. There's a green lantern with a
1: volcano for a head. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay I didn't yeah. know that And I was One thing It's
0: weird I've been I've been reading Green Lantern Pretty consistently For like the past 10 years One thing that The book has always Been good on doing Has been showing Green Lanterns That are not The stereotypical Humanoid form Yeah alien. Yep. that
1: that That's consistent Like in this you will too. see
0: Like a glob mm-hmm. Just kind of blown With a Green Lantern Symbol on it Yeah So I mean for crying out loud They've got a planet yeah. As a Green Lantern so it's neat yeah i'll uh yeah you can borrow those cool awesome all right daredevil season three episode seven aftermath Mm -hmm. really good episode it
1: was um so fisk as we know clearly all is not as we assumed it was yes and uh he's incarcerated or he's on house arrest but um spoilers yeah He's right where he wants to be.
0: This episode fully illustrates the power that Fisk wields. Right. Makes it completely clear that nobody has the upper hand on Fisk at any given point. No. And if anything happens to him, it's because he allows it to happen. Mm -hmm. He becomes, in this episode... Truly threatening for this season. Obviously, he's been threatening before, but this episode in this season really shows how threatening he is. Because, as you were alluding to, yes, he is technically under house arrest, as I'm air finger quoting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes into his Hanna Barbera cartoon character wardrobe. Um. I want a closet full of all the same things. To be honest, I do. I do as well. <laughs> I um,
1: theoretically could do it. Just black t shirts yeah. for miles. <laughs> yep. And black jeans for
0: miles. <laughs> <laughs> but he we get kinda like classic villain callback here. He's got a secret
1: door. He's got a secret door and a secret staircase and a layer layer he's got a layer with lackeys in the layer yes he's he's got he's got tech people yeah walls of screens he's got his own oracle yeah kind of um this one can walk though yeah oh so can Barbara though she got better yeah it's okay it's stupid but she got better i know
0: (laughs) um so yeah he's i i wrote specifically in my note who watches the watchmen it's a little ozymandias-esque is it yeah He's literally watching the FBI agents monitoring him. Mm-hmm. He's watching everything. Watching yeah. everyone. You know what it reminded me of for a hot minute? The uh, the Fisk that we got in Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, I the, didn't make that connection until the you just said it. From the back, I was like, oh, they're, wow. They're doing it. Calling back to old John R. Davies. You're going to put sunglasses skincare, on inside. Sunglasses and a beard and just... <laughs>
1: You know, is it weird? Is it weird that we're kind of living in like a kingpin Renaissance right now? No, D'Onofrio and then the kingpin I feel Spider-Man PS4 opens
0: with the kingpin, which I that you know that was another thing. I it, after we've had D'Onofrio, I watched that kingpin. I was just like, eh. it was fine. They weren't going to get D'Onofrio for the game. I, I know, but it's all in how you sculpt the character. Sure. I I wasn't crazy about the fight with Kingpin because I was okay with it. The whole like dropping down multiple stories. I'd be like, yeah, Spidey would survive. that. Yeah. Fisk, Fisk wouldn't because Fisk I'll be very strong. Yeah. He's still is, just a man. He's still just a man. So, yeah. Uh, but no, I think uh, it's, it's well overdue for a character that it can be plugged into so many different books. I guess so. When you really examine the power structure he's built for himself, I, to limit him simply to a quote Spider-Man villain or a quote Daredevil villain, yeah, you're really closing a lot of doors for the character. He can almost like a, he almost feels like a racial ghoul, kind in of, a lot of ways, and you can use him like that mm-hmm. with the extensive network he's built. Yeah. Yeah, and, in the show, obviously, just, we see him flexing
1: a lot of muscle.
0: Yes, D'Onofrio spoiled us now, so on the, much. On the flip
1: side, um, Matt doing what he does, blames himself for all yeah. the, best the newspaper. Matt being Matt. It, I mean, dude, you had, but what are you going to do?
0: I think, I don't, I'm not sure, like, yes, he says, you know, this is all on me and whatnot. I think this is more frustration than just actual blame because he got his butt handed to him by someone who's. Who he perceives as being better than him, and yeah. that's not something he's used to.
1: No, and he's also he also did it in his own clothing.
0: <laughs> beat the man with his own stick, <laughs> literally.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt doesn't think he can beat Bullseye. Yeah, he he thinks that he's uh he's met his match, so to speak. Yep. Um. So, Nadim is you know. Like interrogating Karen Which I find is a little like weird Considering what she just went through Yeah And he wants She's insisting that it wasn't Matt Yeah That's not I know Daredevil That's not him My note just says like Nadim's never met Daredevil Karen has But Nadim doesn't believe her When she says that It wasn't him
0: Yeah Yo
1: bro Back off Back off Well I mean I'm a scientist (laughs) (laughs) I know he's got a job Doing whatnot, But it's like Okay. How about rather than being confrontational about this, you listen to the girl who, if she's a witness, why don't you listen to her and and have her tell you, like, what's up, and maybe you know, consider the possibility.
0: No, I I get you. There's definitely like a lot of stuff that Nadim is ignoring at the front of this episode that he starts to pay attention to, and Mm. you know, starts to realize towards the end of the episode when he's confronted by Matt in his basement, and like. Nadeem's finally because, you know, Fisk put it best when Nadeem went to confront him in his bedroom and Fisk just simply said to him, your desperation demeans you. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, you did not free. Why are you so good? <laughs> um, so, yeah, then he that's like a real reduction of the character because in that moment, he just he doesn't even feel like a pawn. He doesn't feel like he's he's good enough to be a pawn he just feels like he's been a used tool that's now thrown away until matt you know confronts him and you know he starts to listen to matt um but yeah foggy had a good episode yeah <laughs> go on <laughs> well i mean foggy foggy was there Uh, last episode so he witnessed the whole thing and we see that up until a certain point he's staying strong for Karen Mm -hmm. he's holding it together and the scene with the cell phones just really hits hard yeah like you've got all these cell phones these people who have either been killed or severely injured all in evidence bags and they're all blowing up with like text messages and calls and the ringers are not silented that's that was like a really both times I watched it that's a hard hitting scene. You know, scenes like that have played out at any number of tragic events that sure. have happened in real life. Um, and so, but Foggy's being strong up until he gets home. And then he lets himself feel it. But it's okay. It's okay because Marcy's he, there. He works through it. He, he does. He works he through does. it. Good on you, Foggy. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Um, there were there were a couple things that I really enjoyed in this episode. We get to well, we get to meet our friend Melvin again. Yes, we get Melvin again, and we get finally a Daredevil versus Gladiator. Yeah, finger quotes fight, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. I don't have the experience with the character of Gladiator that you do. Most of my experience comes from the Frank Miller run. I mean. That, that's you know He's, he's Perman- got saw blades
1: yeah. On his arms And I mean Where's a helmet In the comics But yeah. you know Whatever He's got the shirt on he's Got the shirt on I'll yep. take it um, We meet Betsy We do meet Betsy his Parole officer Yep He's having a little inappropriate relationship With her <laughs> Yeah Well
0: yeah One thing He sells out Mad He does Cause I mean Ultimately He's going to Serve The greater threat Well Yeah Yeah. In order to protect Betsy. So like in season one and season two, Matt is actually the greater threat to him than Fisk is. And then season three, Fisk is able to turn that formula around. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just like just a really good fight. And we see that Matt like there's still traces of the Matt we've known and love in there because he goes to warn Betsy Afterwards, when, like, a couple times in this episode, he has said, I've left that behind me. Right. And he's really operating under, you know, he's not quite Matt Murdock. He's not quite Daredevil. He's just kind of trying to figure out. And in that figuring out, there is there are things he's willing to sacrifice and lines he's willing to cross that he hasn't done before up to a certain point. And that's where we kind of saw the mat that's still left in him come through is when he went to warn Betsy. Yes. Uh, another scene I really enjoyed in this episode was when Karen goes to visit Ellison, mm-hmm. who's in the hospital after the resolve because... Now, this is interesting. Well, go on. I'll, yeah. I, had a, I had a reaction to this scene. Because at one point, Ellison puts together that Karen knows who daredevil is yes and it's it's a really great representation because in a lot of storied characters there's a lot of times that you know supporting character that doesn't know but you kind of figure like Perry White is too good a reporter not to know that Clark Kent is Superman but understands that he doesn't benefit anything by revealing this to the world, so just like kind of keeps it to himself. Jim Gordon is too good a cop not to know that Bruce Wayne is not Batman, and again, for the greater good, just doesn't really discuss it. And we have that kind of shown here in Ellison, where he, you know gets to a point, but he is willing to say like, if you know, he's he's a diehard newsman Mm -hmm. because he's willing to say like if you know who says now granted this is probably shrouded with the what just happened and what he's perceiving to have happened who he's perceiving daredevil to be um so he wants to know up front and when karen doesn't say anything he gives her the ultimatum either you come forward with the truth or you clean out your desk now
1: Daredevil's identity is one of those comic things that uh, it's just it's part of his it's part of Daredevil. Yeah, he gets outed a lot. It's happened several times. Yeah, and it magically goes away here and there uh, through various means and deceptions and magics at at Mm -hmm. certain points. So, um, I really thought in this moment that okay because in uh, let me back up in the comics matt's identity gets outed to the kingpin by karen page yeah it's a it's a low point for the character and maybe the less said about it the better go read born again if you need a, a refresher um and i thought okay well they're not going to do that with karen in this show because her character has come too far to be kind of treated that way So how, if they were going to do that, how would they do it? So when he lays the ultimatum on her, I thought, oh, they're going to do it. Yeah, She's going to sell Matt out to save her job and to pursue the kingpin her way. And Matt's identity is going to be public. I thought that was going to happen.
0: Did you want it to happen?
1: From a story perspective, almost. Yeah. Just because, because, again, I'm a fan and i know that story like it's been yeah. told in the comics so many times mm-hmm. like that's a major it's it's part of it's part of the character like especially in the bendis run yeah once his once his identity gets out in the bendis run it's just it's just an open thing that he's daredevil he doesn't he doesn't care he just doesn't care anymore yeah and it's awesome <laughs> uh matt's like unhinged not unhinged but unchecked and he's just like you know what i am daredevil and you deal with it Um, So I thought they were going to go there. They were going to give up the ghost and and forget the secret identity. I am. This is who I am. But we find out that that's
0: not what happens. And hindsight being what it is and knowing now what the show's fate ultimately is probably best that they didn't. Yeah. I don't think you could satisfyingly resolve that. No. By the end of the season.
1: No. That's a season long. At the, number one it's a game changer number two yeah. if you're gonna do that arc you need time to tell that story so anyway
0: so we get uh some more insight into karen's background because at one point after this meeting with ellison she calls home she calls yeah. home to her father yeah her parents kind of jerks well yeah her father who answered the phone yeah yeah so is it not, the not next episode but, that's, I think so uh,
1: is it the Karen episode let me see let me check my notes my digital notes uh no no it's not oh okay. no it's not but it's coming yeah in fact we don't we don't get the
0: Karen episode for a few it's like episode ten, 10 or eleven yeah yeah so there you go so yeah um anything else you have on this episode no no that's about it all right
1: I like that Matt puts a little. Forceful sense
0: into Nadim. Yeah. He yeah. Needs, he needs it. Yeah. Goes old Batman, if you will. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, folks. Uh, I think that's just about going to do it for us here. We appreciate you sticking around with us again. Uh, by all means, mark it on your calendar February 5th, the first Tuesday in February. We will be live at Iron Buffalo Comics Coffee and Games. Uh, we'll have more information on that as, uh, as it develops. In the meantime, if you'd like to send any emails or questions to the show, comments to be read on the show, uh, you can do so at the following locations. You can go to Twitter and follow us at devils do pod. You can go to Facebook at facebook.com slash devils do pod. And like our page, you can email us at the devils pod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the devils do podcast.com. That being said, Drew, any closing thoughts?
1: Friday, Friday, Friday,
0: Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom
1: 13. I will be here. Yes, you will. And uh, kids, watch out on the internet. Spoilers will be abounding because the show takes place in Japan, which is 13 hours ahead of us here. So Time is I will such be strange. Uh, I know. Thing. I will be dodging the internet. I will be, I will be interneting. Very ninja like on that day. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, but we're gonna have a good time watching it. So let's It'll be awesome. Let's let's make it happen.
0: Are you making the General Sos pizza? No, no. Sorry. Can That's, you make the General Sos I pizza? I have never had the General Sos it's pizza. It's very labor intensive, and I
1: just I'm not gonna have time to, to pull that off. You, I I need I need a day. I, I like like just, like, like, I, like like Batman. I need prep time for that. Just make it for my birthday next
0: year. That's all you gotta give from me remind for me next year. Okay. I think I probably asked you that last year. Remind me. I'm (laughs) not going to remember this. Come on now. All right, folks. uh, We appreciate you stopping by. We sincerely hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. Uh, Very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. And we wish you all the best in 2018. And obviously, this year is going to bring about some changes for the show. And we're excited about those. And we can't wait to, to let you guys in on what those are going to be moving forward. Uh, Until then, we will see you next week. Once again, uh, it's a holiday, so we're kind of in chambers this week. Folks, have a good rest of the week. We'll see you next week.